all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hi, guys. Welcome. It's Friday, and today I actually have something extra special for you. So stay tuned to the end of this podcast because now I'm going to be introducing a segment each week where we talk about how to cook a vegetable and we provide a different recipe. So when I tell you all to eat your effing veggies, I'm now going to tell you how we can cook them so you can eat your effing veggies. But today I actually want to talk about conventional versus organic. There's a lot of controversy within this and oftentimes I hear people say that they don't eat fruits and vegetables unless they're organic. And then I have the other side saying that they can't afford to eat fruits and vegetables because they can't afford pay for the organic. So we're going to take a look at what the studies really say versus conventional organic. Is it worth spending the money on organic? And if you don't have the money to spend on organic, how can you still eat your effing veggies? And when we talk about conventional versus organic, so conventional uses synthetic chemicals to help kill pests, fertilizer, hormones, while organic uses more natural pest control. It's not chemical free. It's just a natural form. So a lot of that gets misconstrued. But then different organic farming might use different uh, organic farming practices such as crop rotation, insect management, planting methods on what gets planted next to something else to help control insects. So it's a more holistic approach. And I say the term holistic as meaning they take a look at everything from soil to pests it's a more integrative process than our conventional farming. Now, when we look at nutrition, a lot of times pro-organic people will tell you nutrition is so much higher in organic fruits and vegetables than conventional grown. Stanford University, I'm going to put it on the blog, did some research and really there is no difference. And if there is some nutritional difference, it's negatable. What they did find is that the antioxidants in organics was slightly higher and a small amount, again, doesn't really make a difference. I don't know. What they did find a difference in was in dairy. Dairy had more omega-3s when it was organic. Pork was also another pretty big difference, but for those of us who have families and might have one income, or even families that have two incomes, a lot of times organic meats and pasture-raised meats just are out of reach for some of us. When I was working full-time in a corporate job, everything we ate was organic. I only bought meats from organic pasture-raised farms. I was super strict on what my family was eating and I was spending a fortune. The money I spent on food a month was that of most people's mortgages. When I changed my career and I started working for myself, our food had to change. I didn't have that disposable income anymore. And my family is not any less healthier than they were when I was able to do this. A lot of times I'll hear people say they can't afford the organic fruits and vegetables, so they're putting Oreos in their kids' lunches. Listen, if you can't afford fruits or vegetables organic, Oreo should not be 
your next option. You know, it is okay if you have to buy conventional raised fruits and vegetables. It's fine. I would much rather you eat a conventional fruit or vegetable than some processed garbage, even if it has an organic label. Because if you're eating Cheez-Its that are organic from a box, it is not healthier than a conventional raised apple. For those of you that might have some income where you can pick and choose with organic and conventional, then I say go to the Environmental Working Group. Every year they release the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. So the Clean 15 says these fruits and vegetables conventional would be okay. The Dirty Dozen is a list that basically says these are the fruits and vegetables you should really try to eat organic. Now here's another point of this. When we look at nutritional aspects, once a fruit or vegetable is picked, it can lose up to 20% of its nutrition a day, conventional or organic. This is how it works. So if you're finding organic fruits and vegetables coming from Argentina or Chile or the Philippines, Vietnam, India, the time it ships to get to your dinner table, is it really any any nutrition really left in it? Now, granted, I would still rather you eat that than eat those Cheez-Its. But when we're looking at the nutritional, I would much rather you get something from a local farm even if it's not organic, then shipping something all over the world to sit at your table. You know, and a lot of non-organic farms, especially local non-organic farms, it's not that they don't have good farming practices. And a lot of times they do use organic type methods. They just have not been USDA certified. USDA certification for an organic farm is difficult and it's expensive and not all farms can do it. So talk to your farmers at the farmer's market. There's also grocery stores like Weiss that bring in local produce from local farms. So you definitely can be eating quote unquote conventional vegetables and fruits that are just as good, if not better, than the organic. Now, I know for a lot of this, it brings a lot of hot topics with pesticides and GMOs. And GMOs, like a lot of other people, do concern me. I am not fearful of them, but I am cautious of them. Now, I'll tell you, my my son is a huge Cheerio fan. I have tried all the organic Cheerios he will not eat it. And Cheerios is his one cereal that he eats. So for me, he eats the Cheerios. I've seen the studies. I see the the glyphosate levels in it. I'm not happy about it. But if that's the worst thing he eats during the day and we try not to give it to him every day, you know, sometimes we got to pick and choose our battles. But I definitely don't want you guys not eating fruits and vegetables because you can't afford organic. It's perfectly fine to buy conventional. And if you're still concerned, you could wash it with a hot soapy water. There's all kinds of veggie washes out there. You could do, a, uh, I think there's um, like a vinegar mix that you could put to wash the fruits and vegetables to get the wax off. And a lot of times with apples, because um, certain times, organic around me, 
I try to get as much from the farms as I can both afford and the availability. I live in an area where there's a lot of farms, so I have a lot of availability. There's times I'm running to the grocery store to eat apples because we are a huge apple family. A lot of times I look at the organic apples and they're soft. They're not good. My kids aren't going to eat them. I'm not spending $8 on organic apples if my kids aren't going to eat them. So we'll buy the conventional raised. Now what you could simply do with that is hot soapy water. Get that wax off. It's okay. You can eat the conventional. So I promised you guys at this end of this episode, I'm going to teach you a recipe for vegetables. So one of the easiest ways to get people to eat vegetables is roasted. And why it's easier to eat a roasted vegetable is because as you're roasting, it's caramelizing its natural sugar. So they're crunchy, slightly sweet. It's an easy way to start people off on vegetables. So today I'm going to tell you how to make carrot fries. This is something we do fairly often and we'll do it with just about any vegetable. So what you want to do is do not peel the carrot. Wash the carrot, but don't peel it. That peel has all the fiber and that fiber is going to help regulate your blood sugar. So we want to leave the peel on. Scrub it off, get the dirt, get the garbage off. Cut the carrot into french fry sticks essentially. So half it, half it again. Toss it in a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, Lay it flat on a roasting pan, preheat your oven to about 350, and put it in the oven for about 12 minutes. Flip them at 12 minutes, leave it in for another 12 minutes. You will have a nice crispy carrot that I can guarantee you just about everybody will eat. It's sweet, it's crunchy, it's delicious. You can add different seasonings to it, and you can do the same thing with zucchini, potatoes, broccoli, you name it, it does it all. Green beans, if you have my first book, Plate of Food, there is a grilled green bean recipe in there. It's similar to that, but definitely start off with the roasted veggies, especially now that we're coming into fall, there is nothing better than a roasted vegetable. And if you wanna get super fancy, you can add some pesto dipping sauce and it is fantastic. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, leave them on the blog and don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I'll talk to you guys next week.